For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Cole Gamble squares and pulls back on strike one from Tommy Lamb here in the top of the seventh. Big O Tires presents on the rubber a look at both teams' pitching numbers through six innings as Gamble takes high for ball one. Creighton pitchers, three of them combined to pitch six, give up five hits, make it six hits, six runs, five earned. They've walked six, struck out five, and hit one batter on 126 pitches thrown. That's now up to 129 on a three-pitch at-bat to Cole Gamble, who takes strike two. BYU pitchers, two of them, Sterner and Claussen going six innings, giving up ten hits, five runs, four of them earned, no bases on balls, six strikeouts, and no hit batsmen. That's on the rubber, brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust, as Cole Gamble takes ball two. Two balls and two strikes to the leadoff hitter here in the seventh for BYU, Cole Gamble. Gamble has been on base three times in three at-bats, a walk, a single, and a two-run home run. He scored in the second after walking. He scored in the third after singling. And, of course, he scored on a two-run shot. So it's a two-hit, three-run, two-RBI day for Cole Gamble. Three balls and two strikes to Cole. Oh, and he takes high inside, and they say just enough of the inside edge for strike three. It's a backwards K, and Cole Gamble will head back to the dugout on the strikeout from Tommy Lamb, the lefty v. lefty backward K to open the seventh inning of play. BYU 6 and Creighton 5. Ryan Sapiti On a 1-for-2 day, double, reached on an error, and walked. He doubled and scored in the second. He reached on an error and was stranded in the third. Walked and was stranded in the fifth. So a hit, a run, and an RBI for Sapiti today, the 0-1 to Ryan. He goes opposite field, drifting away from the right fielder. Will it get down? It will in the right field corner. It'll be at least two for Ryan. He will come into second standing up, and that'll be a one-out double for Ryan Sapiti. Ryan's second double of the day. And on the season, that's double five for Sapiti. So Ryan Sapiti sees his average go over 400 on that hit. And Sapiti's now two for three with a pair of doubles and puts a runner in scoring position with one gone here in the top of the seventh inning. It is BYU six and Creighton five. And for BYU hit number seven, we'll see if they can bring across run number seven. Safaya Mawai, who doubled home Ryan Sapiti in the second, gets a piece of the first offering from Tommy Lamb, but swings through it for strike one, the 0-1 to Safaya. Doubled home Sapiti in the second. Walked him and stranded in the third. Walked, or rather was hit by a pitch and stranded in the fifth. And that's one and one as Safaya takes. Safaya Moai hits with Ryan Sapiti in scoring position. One gone here in the top of the seventh. One ball, one strike, and one out. Working on the third base side of the rubber. Tommy Lamb kicks and deals. And holding back is Safaya Moai wisely for ball two. Safaya making his seventh start at DH today. Hitting in the six hole, left-handed hitting Safaya Mawai against the left-handed hurler, Tommy Lamb. That's outside for ball three. Three balls, one strike. One out and one on. Most BYU players in long sleeves and gloves and some neck warmers, and Safaya's out there just bare-armed and ready to roll. 
And goes opposite field, slices it well foul. Past the BYU dugout down the third baseline. BYU dugout third base, Creighton dugout first base here at the home of the Kansas Jayhawks. Hogland ballpark. The Hog, aptly nicknamed as it sits right next door to the Fog. Fog Allen Fieldhouse. I'd never laid eyes on Fog Allen Fieldhouse until today. That'll be sharply hit, but on the ground to the shortstop Clifford. He'll fire to first and get Mawai with a step or two to spare. It will advance Sapiti on the ground out. Two out now with the runner on third. Safaya Mawai grounds out 6-3. Yeah, I'd never seen the fog until today. We rolled up on the bus. It took a picture. Of course, Fog Allen Fieldhouse nicknamed the fog, and so they said, why not? Got to call Hogland Ballpark the hog. These Kansas venues will soon be regularly visited by the BYU Cougars in various sports. They're kind of split, Kansas's athletic uh, facilities. Some are here on campus, and then there's an exterior part uh, a few miles away near our hotel where soccer and track and other sports play. In fact, I've called uh, a soccer match out at the other athletics facilities on Rock Chalk Drive. Yes, our hotel's on Rock Chalk Drive. Called a soccer game there a few years ago, Jen Rockwood squad. But that's not the on-campus facility. This is on campus here at Hogland Ballpark. And we will see a mound visit and a pitching change for Creighton. So we'll take a 60-second break and return in the top of the seventh with BYU leading Creighton by a score of 6-5. to five. When we come back, it's a runner on third and two out for the Cougs on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, from one Tommy to another. Tommy Lamb gives way to Tommy Steyer. If the Blue Jays wanted to, they could go to Tommy Gross next. Either way, Tommy Steyer will check in. The right-hander with a 7.88 ERA, making his sixth appearance. All have come in relief. Eight strikeouts in eight innings pitched for the right-hander, Tommy Steyer. And Steyer will look to face Jacob Wilk. Wilk batting with a runner on third. That's Ryan Sapiti. And two out. Cook's looking to push an insurance run across with a narrow one-run lead, 6-5. to five. BYU had a 4-0 lead. Creighton made it 4-1 to one in the third, 4-2 to two in the fourth. BYU pushed across two in what could have been a much bigger fifth to make it 6-2, to two. but since then, three straight for the Blue Jays. They've scored in four consecutive innings, so BYU looking for a clean bottom of the frame when you get to the bottom of the seventh because the Blue Jays have scored in four straight innings. 6-5 to five is our score. BYU on top. BYU six runs on seven hits with an error. The Blue Jays five runs on ten hits with an error. Ryan Sapiti, 90 feet away. He scored in the second. Would love to score again here in the seventh. BYU and Creighton, game one of two. Tomorrow's game is scheduled for here at Hogland Ballpark in Lawrence, but the forecast is uh, formidable relative to precipitation and what might be in play. We'll see what transpires tomorrow with a noon central time scheduled first pitch, 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Jacob Wilk, right-handed hitter. I think it's the right-hander, Steyer. Sidewinder delivery from Steyer. As dancing off a third is Sapiti on ball one. Low, well handled by the catcher, Haligso. Again, a sidearm delivery from Steyer. And again, ball is the call. 2-0. and 
Creighton Blue Jays out of the Big East. BYU out of the WCC. Are they going to see it? It clipped Wilk. They're giving him first base. So Jacob will trot to first, and it'll bring up Alex Sardina. That was a late call, too. Jacob just uh, flipped off the uh, protective gear and took his trot. So they will call it a delayed hit by pitch. And so Jacob Wilk has reached in three consecutive times at plate. Walk, walk, and hit by pitch. So two out and runners on the corners now for Alex Sardina. Sardina flew out to short left in the fifth. And it was too short to score. Ryan Sapiti from third. Call his ball. The fans in the Creighton dugout react to what they thought was a paint job for strike one. But no, it's 1-0 from Steyer to Sardina. Sardina rests the ball on his right shoulder and takes away for ball two. So two balls, no strikes. Two out and two on for BYU. Big at bat for Sardi here. Alex looking for his first hit of the season. And no better time for one. One run lead and two runners on for the Cougs. 2-0 to Sardi. Steyer sidearms it. Low and inside. And so, Alex Sardina in a favorable count. Three balls, no strikes. you got to think Otto take here with two gone and runners on the corners. And BYU nursing a narrow one-run lead. Three balls, no strikes. Wilk at first. Sapiti at third. Sardi in the box. Alex Sardina. With his fourth at-bat of the year. And Steyer did what he had to do. Grooved in a 3-0 strike. Sidearm fastball for 3-1. and one. We're top seven here in Lawrence. BYU six and Creighton five. Steyer nearly hits Sardi. He twists away from it and loads the bases. And who will hit? Catcher number 39. So they'll keep Brian Ball in the nine hole. As Sardi takes a base on balls. Wilk will go to second. Sapiti holds at third. And Sardina at first. Base is loaded for Bryant Ball. And Bryant Ball grounds it to third. An easy throw to second. And Bryant Ball claps his hands in frustration as he makes his way down to first. Bryant goes to 0 for 4 on the day and 2 for 29 on the year as the Cougars leave the bases loaded again. Second time today. We go bottom seven. We go to the seventh inning stretch. It is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Seventh inning stretch time, BYU 6, Creighton 5, our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cutter Clausen stays on the hill for BYU as we go to the bottom of the seventh. BYU 6 and Creighton 5. Nolan Clifford, nubber to Clausen. Turns, fires, high. Oh, and it's safe at first. Pulled him off the bag. It's a free base. As Cutter Clausen handled a simple little grounder back to the mound, set and then fired high, took Wilk off the bag at first. And the lead runner aboard and Nolan Clifford Creighton and things getting a little untidy for BYU. Error number two on the day. Clifford reaching on the E1. 
Abe Alvarez out for a chat, and that will end Cutter Clausen's day. It's a PZ Printing pitching change. We're taking a one-minute break. Pitching change for BYU brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. A new Cougar pitcher after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. It's a PZ Printing pitching change, and it comes with BYU leading by one in the bottom of the seventh, 6-5. to five. Lead runner aboard, though, on the Cougars' second error of the day. BYU had a 4-0 lead and then a 6-2 to two lead. But the Cougars doing just enough to keep Creighton in the game, including a couple of errors and an 0-3 situation, an 0-3 performance at the plate with bases loaded today. BYU on the year is 2-for-11 with the sacks stacked, 182 with bases loaded situations, and 0-for-3 today. Cooks taking themselves out of a really big inning in the fifth with bases loaded, no one out. And then moments ago, grounding out 5-4 on a bases loaded situation with that one-run lead. We stay 6-5. to five. We go bottom seven. Nolan Clifford reaching on an error from Cutter Clausen. Um, it could have been uh, a simple throw considered from the mound to first, but he threw high and wide and took Jacob Wilk off the bag, allowing Clifford to reach safely. And so a runner aboard for Tyler Lozano. And no one gone here in the bottom of the seventh. So Tyler Lozano will step in on a one-for-three day, a fly-out, a ground-out, and an RBI double in the fifth. The RBI double came in a two-run fifth. It's Creighton's only crooked numbered inning of the day. Sam Beck is the new pitcher for BYU. Most effective pitcher for BYU, although in limited innings, just seven on the year, but a 2.57 ERA. And he'll whip one back to first. Wilk will handle as Clifford dives back headfirst safely. Beck, 1-0, making his sixth appearance all out of the pen. Has given up only three hits in seven innings. Has struck out three and walked three. And of his two runs allowed, both have been earned. Opponents hitting only 150 off of Sam Beck. And that's a breaking ball. Finds his zone for ball or for strike one. Owen won the count with no one out and one on here in the bottom of the seventh. The Blue Jays have scored in four consecutive innings. Can the Cougars keep them from making it five here today in Lawrence? And that throw to first gets away from Jacob Wilk. Thinking about it and then finally taking off for second is Clifford. And the throw gets away from Pratt. But will be corralled in left field. And so pitchers have had a couple of wild throws here. In the bottom of the seventh, back to first base. And that's error number three. So Clifford got to first on an E1 and goes to second on an E1. And now BYU is building up the error number. And that's the one thing Coach Pratt told us in our pregame conversation. First and foremost, just play, clean, play, catch. The Cougars coming in two today. Had 20 errors to the opponent's six. It's now 23 to seven. That's way too far out of whack. It's a reach and a miss on a good pitch from Sam Beck. Good settle down there from Sam. Goes to 0-2. Really important to get Lozano here. The tying run is at second. Lozano facing an 0-2 count. BYU 6, Creighton 5, bottom 7. BYU 6 runs on 7 hits. Creighton 5 runs on 10. And staying alive and fouling it out of play down the first baseline is Lozano. Stays 0-2. Really important out for BYU here. They all are, mind you, but... Runner in scoring position, and Cougars throwing it around a bit. Need to groove in. Make solid plays with a one-run lead. 
Back from the stretch. Righty kicks and deals. And that's a huge strikeout. A swing and a miss on a mighty lash from Lozano. A frontwards K. And the first out of the seventh inning for BYU as Lozano goes down swinging. Sam Beck with the strikeout. Ben North singled, stranded in the second. Grounded out to first in the fourth and flew out to right in the fifth on a one-for-three day. North hitting 243 on the year, hitting 100 is all with runners in scoring position, and he gets hit by Beck. First pitch by Beck. Dings North on the pitcher-facing shoulder, and it'll be Beck issuing a pass to North on an HBP. So Clifford at second. North at first. And the Cougs have to put a cork in this. Jack Grace, who can untie this game or or give the uh, Blue Jays a lead in a hurry as they're working from down one right now with two on. Grace sandwiching a solo home run with two strikeouts today on a one-for-three day. Solo shot in the fourth. Made it a 4-2 game. BYU led by two at that point. Pops this one up, though. This should be out number two, Sardina. And, oh, drops it on the infield. And it was going to be an infield. Or did, they, did they signal infield fly? That should have been, right? And they did. Yep, Sardi dropped the ball, but they did signal maybe a little bit late infield fly. And so it's out number two. That was a... BYU's had two high flies dropped today, and both in the infield. And the wind's not doing much today. It's it's pretty light, but the infield fly, you didn't hear it, but you did see it signaled at the very end there. Maybe a late signal, but it came. Infield fly for out number two. Runners take leads off first and second as Beck delivers low and away. So the drop by Sardi inconsequential on the infield fly rule. Came with one out in first and second. The 1-0 from Sam Beck. He's facing Sterling Hayes. Strikeout, fly out, and doubled score to run in the sixth. BYU's up 6-5. to five. Two balls, no strikes. Quickly to Hayes. Sam Beck winds and deals. Popped up out of play down the first baseline into the seating area. Big strike there for Sam. Two balls and a strike. Sterling Hayes in the box. And BYU's looking. This is an important out for a lot of reasons, but it, it ends the run of scoring innings for Creighton at four. They've scored one in the third, one in the fourth, two in the fifth, one in the sixth. BYU looking to get out of the seventh with a clean frame and still leading six to five. Beck looks back at second once and twice. Winds and deals, and it's a called strike. A take from Sterling Hayes and a breaking ball from uh, Sam Beck to even the count at two. Two balls, two strikes, two gone, two on. Bottom seven here in Lawrence. We're getting late, and the Cougs have led since the top of the second inning. One strike, one out. That's lifted in the air. It's going to get down in short left. The tying run will score. The throw comes to third. And sliding in safe ahead of the throw 
is Ben North. Scoring on the play is Clifford, and Creighton has tied the game on an RBI single from Sterling Hayes. Clifford scores to make it 6-6. BYU's four-run lead is gone. It's a whole new ball game here in Lawrence, and uh, Creighton has now scored in five consecutive innings. Advancing on the play, going first to third is North. Hayes at first. Runners on the corners. Still two gone. Clifford scores the sixth runner for the Blue Jays and ties the game at six. There's a slight delay here, and I'm not sure exactly why. Just a straight pinch hitter situation. So, long delay here to get a change in Ed Services lineup. I do believe they're going to pinch hit for Gabor here in the eight hole. And is that going to be Tate Gillen? It is. So, Tate Gillen will enter the game with runners on the corners and Creighton having tied the game. So Tate Gillen, left-handed hitting against the right-handed throwing. Sam Beck. 6-6, BYU's four-run lead is gone. Squaring and pulling back is Gillen on a take for strike one. So Ben Gabor replaced by Tate Gillen in the eight hole. Sterling Hayes, RBI single, scoring Nolan Clifford, advancing Ben North to third. Runners on the corners, two gone. The 0-1 count from Beck to Gillen. The throwback. And getting back is Hayes. Dancing off of third is North. He'll hold there. The 0-1 from Sam Beck to Tate Gillen. BYU led 4-0. BYU led 6-2. Two four-run leads in this game. The last one has not been held. Six all. Nubber. Foul off the plate. 0-2, though, to Gillen. And BYU will certainly look back at three bases loaded at-bats that produced nothing. Not even a sack fly in those situations. And the, the real killer was in the fifth with two already across. Bases loaded, no one out, and they got nothing. It's rare that you get bases loaded, no one out, and don't push at least a run across. Runners on the move, and a seeing-eye single at the middle. We'll score one, the go-ahead run. Runner will hold at third. It's back-to-back RBI singles. Pinch hitter Tate Gillen puts the Blue Jays in front, 7-6. Scoring on the play is Ben North. Advancing to third is Sterling Hayes, and it remains runners on the corners. With two gone, and now Creighton leads by a score of 7-6. to six. Hogan Haligso had an RBI single in his last at-bat. Now bats with runners on the corners, and his team leading 7-6. to six. The Blue Jays have scored in five consecutive runs, a crooked number seventh to lead 7-6. to six. Creighton seven runs on 12 hits. BYU six runs on seven hits. The Cougs have committed three errors. And of the seven runs Creighton has scored, only four are earned as a result. Sam Beck in an empty count. Runners at first and third. Throws back to first again. 
Diving back is Gillen. At the first base bag, leading off the third base bag is Hayes. Hayes, RBI single. Gillen, RBI single. A crooked number seventh for the Blue Jays, who now lead 7-6. to six. Sam Wines and Deals, ball one. Third pitcher of the day, Jack Sterner went five complete, gave up seven hits, four runs, three earned, struck out four, didn't walk anyone. The Cougars still don't have any walks. They have one hit batsman, though, here by Sam Beck in the seventh. Beck from the stretch. Kick and fire. Grounded sharply to Deming. Deming will take his time and throw to Wilk. Nice scoop. Good pick by Wilk at first, and that'll do it for the Blue Jays in the seventh. But it's a two-run, two-hit inning. There were two errors and two left aboard. We go to the top of the eighth. Creighton now in front, 7-6 to six on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, the Cougs have played with the lead for almost the entire day. Now they have to play catch-up with six outs remaining. BYU down 7-6. Top eight, Ozzie Pratt leads off for BYU. Tommy Steyer, right-hander, sidewinder on the hill and delivers ball one to BYU's leadoff hitter in the inning and the order, Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie today, one for three. Has not scored, has not driven in a run. Sidearm delivery from Steyer for strike one. One and one. BYU, when trailing after seven, has not won a game this year. 0 and 3. And that's right up the middle, off the pitcher, to the shortstop, has to hurry to get Pratt, and he does. Clifford with a fine throw to Hayes to get the speedy Ozzie Pratt. That may have clipped off the pitcher's foot. Right up the middle, handling it at the second base, back drifting it over to his left as a shortstop Nolan Clifford makes a fine throw to retire Pratt. Ah, man alive. That was so close to a leadoff single for Ozzie, but it goes to out number one, and BYU's down to five outs left. BYU did lead after six. Cougs have lost a game already this year when leading after six. They're four and one leading after six innings. And again, 0-3 trailing after seven, as they are now. And that's strike one delivered to Luke Anderson. Anderson came in as a pinch hitter for Cooper Vest in the sixth. He now bats in the eighth. At the play for BYU. Steyer gets a comebacker from Anderson. He'll jog toward first underhand, scoop it, and two are gone for the Cougs in order in quick succession here in the top of the eighth. So Ozzie Pratt on a 6 3 ground out, and Luke Anderson on a 1 3 right back to the pitcher ground out. And now Austin Deming will hit. Now Austin could tie the game with one swing. He hit his sixth home run of the season. Back in the third, a solo shot. The Submariner Steyer delivers low to Deming. BYU led 6-2 to two in the fifth. Had bases loaded, no one out, but could not put any additional runs on the board in that what could have been huge inning. And that uh, top of the fifth will be looked down ruefully by the Cougars if they do not come back to win here in this one. The 2-0 to Austin. Swings and takes a healthy hack there for strike one. 2-1, two out, no one on for BYU's total bases. Home run, RBI, hits, and slugging percentage leader, Austin Deming. He's the bat you want in this situation. Even with the bases clear, he can make a big difference with a big swing. 3-1, and one, the count goes to Deming. Of course, getting just getting aboard is as important here. 
Grounded. Five hole in the outfield. Backhanding it, not able to make a play is the shortstop Clifford. That's just too deep, and it's an infield single for Austin Deming. So he gets aboard. The tying run is on base here in the top of the eighth. Austin Deming does his job. Nearly got through the five hole. Backhanded well by Clifford, but didn't even make a throw. He was far too deep already out of the outfield grass, the artificial grass here at Hogland Ballpark. Two gone and one on, and Cole Gamble, who has two RBI and a two-run home run in the fifth. He brought Deming home with a home run in the fifth that got the Cougars going, and they certainly looked for more and might have expected more in that inning. The ball gets away from Haligso. It's a pass ball, if not a wild pitch from Steyer. It'll put Deming in scoring position. We'll see how they judge that. Cole Gamble today. Two for three. Three runs scored. Two RBI. Home run for Cole. His second of the year. Two dingers on the day. Deming has one. He's at second. And Cole has one. He's in the box. And that is away from the left-handed hitting Gamble. Number 22 in the box, and jersey number 22 catching for Creighton. Tommy Steyer on the hill. A 2-0 count to Gamble. Deming on second with the tying run. Go-ahead run at the plate. High zone strike from Steyer. 2-1 with two gone and one on here in the top of the eighth. We're down to four outs remaining for BYU. Can they find a way back after leading by four at 4-0 and 6-2? They now trail 7-6. Gamble wisely takes. Ball three. Really love Cole Gamble's eye. Just really has a sense. Four walks on Tuesday. A base on ball scoring in the second here today. 3-1 count to Gamble. Waggles the bat over his left shoulder. Gets out in front of the off-speed offering from Steyer and fills the count at 3-2. Cole Gamble. A mighty lash there. And swings through the changeup for three and two with two out. Austin Deming at second. First base open. Left-handed hitting gamble. Right-handed throwing Tommy Steyer. Fourth Blue Jay pitcher today. The 3-2. Kick and fire. And Cole's going to foul that back over the press box in the direction of Fog Allen Fieldhouse. The fog just behind us here at Hogland Ballpark, home of the Kansas Jayhawks. It's BYU and Creighton, game one, what we hope is two. Wet weather forecast for tomorrow. We'll see if we get one in in this abbreviated series. BYU and the Blue Jays. 3-2 count. Two out, one on. BYU down one, pitch in. It is a walk of gamble. Oh, the suspense in the dugout in the stands. The call never came. It's a ball. It's ball four. It's walk number two for Cole Gamble. And it's first and second with two out in the top of the eighth. And Ryan Sapiti will step in to the batter's box. We will maybe see a mound visit first here. The Creighton bullpen is active. Coming to the plate for BYU. And with Ryan Sapiti due up, we may see a pitching change for Creighton here. So a defensive conference and a mound visit in a one-run ball game. Tommy Steyer. The submariner, the sidewinder, will be allowed to stay on the hill. And Ryan Sapiti will dig in. Two doubles today. 
RBI in the second and scored in that same inning. Sapiti, two for three with the run in the RBI. Coming in two today is BYU's batting average leader, up to 415 now. RBI number eight for him in the second inning. Empty count. And the side armor comes inside on Ryan Lowe for ball one. 1-0 to Sapiti. Deming on second. Gamble on first. High leverage situation for Ryan Sapiti. Hitting 273 with runners in scoring position. Sapiti takes outside, but it's a paint job on the outside edge for strike one. Count even one and one. Sapiti looking to boost his two-out hitting number this year. He's hitting 091 with two gone. But with runners of any kind on, he's hitting 455. He's slugging 683, and he's taking strike two. One ball, two strikes. Steyer to Sapiti. Sapiti steps out, taps the spikes, breathes in, exhales, taps the plate with the end of his barrel, and awaits the one-two from Tommy Steyer. BYU down 7-6, two on, and it's a good take outside. Good eye from Sapiti. It's well away to even the count at two balls and two strikes. Two balls, two strikes, two out, two on. And that's grounded foul sharply to the BYU dugout facing. We stay two and two. The Cougs are 0-5 when trailing after eight innings. Can they put themselves on top here? Because they've not lost a game when leading after eight. 4-0. And they've had difficulty in the one-run games this year. BYU 1-4 in one-run games. We're in one now, and that's lifted foul out of play down the first baseline. Again, BYU's error number has gotten out of whack early in this season. 23 defensive miscues to only 7 for the opposition. That's a very unusual disparity. The Kooks have to get that under control. They could and arguably should have a better record than 4-8. and eight. But for some of those errors, leading to some of those one-run losses, and that's a swing and a miss from Sapiti. A nice pitch from Steyer. And Sapiti will make the slow trudge back to the dugout. Leaving two on, including a runner in scoring position. For BYU in the eighth, one run, or rather no runs on one hit. There were no errors, and there were two left on. We go bottom eight, Creighton seven, BYU six on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. PZ Printing pitching change now, brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Southpaw out of the pen, Boston Mabius enters the game. Boston making his fourth appearance all out of the pen. His ERA above 11 right now. Four strikeouts in two and a third innings pitched. He's given up five hits, three runs all earned. He enters with his team down 7-6 to six here in the bottom of the eighth. BYU 0-4 for four in bases loaded at-bats today and 1-9 for nine with runners in scoring position. The difference today, clutch hitting. Creighton 5-12 for 12 with runners in scoring position and BYU 1-9. for nine. You add that to your three errors, and that's your ball game right now. 7-6 Blue Jays. And a bunt down the third baseline. Deming handles, throws to Jacob Wilt. They can say safe at first on the bunt by Nolan Sailors. 
This is not a review, video review series. Thought Deming's throw had gotten Sailors at first. The call is safe from first base umpire Travis Olson. So Sailors bunting for a hit. Placed it well down the third base line. And Deming charged well, handled and fired. But didn't get him. And I thought he did. And the call was safe. And the lead runner is on for Creighton. Here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Boston Mabius looks down at his pitchcom wristband. Pitch clock, by the way, is already down to seven here on Mabius. It's down to five and four and three as he begins his motion. Squaring is Megs and holding at first is Sailors. Sailors the leadoff hitter in the order and the inning, reaching on an infield single. His third consecutive hit in as many at-bats. He went fly out, reached on an error, and then single, single, single. He has scored two runs, and Sailors has given the Blue Jays for the moment smooth sailing in the eighth. A slow throw back to first is getting back his Sailors. So Sailors on first, no one out for Andrew Meggs. Meggs today is two for three with a run. I beg your pardon. Meggs today is one for four. And that's bunted to Wilk. Wilk will handle. Covering is Sardina. Records the out at first. And a sacrifice bunt for Meggs. Will put Sailors at second. So a runner in scoring position on the sacrifice from Meggs. So one out and one on. And runner at second for Nolan Clifford. Mabius, the lefty, facing the left-handed hitting Clifford. And that gets away from Brian Ball. A pass ball will put a runner at third with one out. So advancing on the PB is Sailors. So Clifford for the 1-0 count. Has an insurance run 90 feet away with one out. Sack fly would score that run. The 1-0 from Mabius. A square and a pullback by Clifford. And on appeal, they're going to get a strike from the third base umpire. So one ball, one strike, one out, one on. And skipper Ed Service comes out of the dugout. Will back himself into the dugout and a one-run count. Slight delay here. Creighton seven runs on 13 hits. BYU six runs on eight hits. Again, squaring is Clifford. Fouls this one back, so that'll take the bunt off on one and two. You'd think it would take the bunt off on one and two. You're looking at a dangerous squeeze, suicide squeeze situation with the risk of a foul ball striking you out on the one-two. So... Prepping to swing is Clifford, and he'll take away for ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Creighton trailed 6-5 after six, and they were 1-5 this season coming into today when trailing after six. They've come back to lead with two in the seventh. Now we're in the eighth. Again a take and again away, and ball three. 
fills the count. Three balls, two strikes. From Mabius to Clifford. Nolan Clifford today. Two hits, two RBI, two runs scored. He's two for four. And Mabius has just walked Nolan Clifford on a full count. Runners on the corners and one out. Things have gotten away just a little bit from BYU after a strong start and a 6-2 lead through four and a half innings. And now a mound visit from pitching coach Abe Alvarez. Hands on his hips. Boston Mabius awaits the conversation with a defensive conference accompanying Coach Alvarez, and he'll ask for the ball. So we'll take a break for a PZ Printing pitching change. Pitching change for BYU brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. We'll take a break of 60 seconds with one out here in the bottom of the eighth and runners on the corners for the Blue Jays who lead BYU by a score of 7-6 to six on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, so we are back at Hogland Ballpark, home of the Kansas Jayhawks, lending their home to the BYU Cougars and Creighton Blue Jays this weekend. Jake Porter is BYU's fifth pitcher of the day. Comes on a PZ Printing pitching change. Jake, a 6.14 ERA, a tough luck 0-3 record, is making his seventh appearance. He leads BYU in appearances. And all coming out of the pen. Seven and a third's innings, giving up 11 hits. Five runs all earned, has struck out four to just one walk. continues this warm-up pitches. As we come back in, one gone. Here at the bottom of the eighth, BYU led 2-0 after 2, 4-1 after 3, 4-2 after 4, 6-4 after 5. It was 6-6, 5 after 6. And then the Cougars trailed 7-6 after 7. Creighton has scored in five consecutive innings and threatening to make it six in a row. It's been a while since BYU's had a clean inning. In fact, back in the second, their last no-score inning. And it's the only 1-2-3 inning BYU's had defensively. All In fact, that wasn't the case. There was a leadoff single. So the Cougars have not had a 1-2-3 defensive inning yet today. First and third. And a fake throw to first. A throw back to third. And diving back is... And Nolan Sailors. Sailors on third, Nolan Clifford on first. So a pair of Nolans here for the Blue Jays. Sailors at first and Clifford at third. One out and two on for Tyler Lozano. Lozano in an empty count facing Jake Porter. That's symbolic of the difficulties BYU's had today. No one, two, three innings defensively. And on the other end, BYU's had one, two, Three, one, two, three innings at bat. Empty count, one out, corners. A reach out, lifted ball, high to right field. It's going to drift into foul territory and get near the training center area beyond the fencing and dead ball territory. It'll be a long strike to the right side. 0-1 to Tyler Lozano. Lozano today is one for four. And his one brought home a run in the fifth. A crooked number fifth for the Blue Jays. 
Lozano again lifts it in the air to right. This one will stay in fair territory. Sapiti drifting over to the line, makes the catch at the line. Tagging from third and scoring the insurance run is Nolan Sailors. And so Lozano with a sack fly to right field. And Creighton goes up 8-6. BYU now need to come back from down two, at least two in the ninth. That's the second out of the eighth. So Sailors scoring on the Lozano sack fly. You know, technically, if that was going to be drifting another foot toward foul, Sapiti could have let it drop for simply a strike, but it had a real good chance of landing in fair territory, so you got to catch it, and it'll be deep enough for Sailors to score, and that he did. It's out number two, though. They have not put the run on the board yet. The scoreboard now adds the eighth run, eight to six. A high ball and a throw back to first from Ball. Wilk handles it off a hop as diving back is Clifford. So Clifford's on first where he stays after the sack fly to right. Sailors scoring on the sack fly. And Tyler Lozano picks up his second RBI of the day. And for the Blue Jays, an all-important insurance run. They trailed by four twice and now lead by two. And that's a sky-high pop fly to left field. Luke Anderson racing in, going back is Ozzie Pratt, and Pratt will handle it from a shortstop position. That will do it, but the Blue Jays add an important run. So in the bottom of the eighth, it's a run on a hit. No errors, and one left on. We go top of the ninth. Do or die time for the Cougs. Creighton 8, BYU 6 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the ninth here in Lawrence, Kansas. BYU down 8-6. to six. The Blue Jays have scored six consecutive runs after BYU went up 6-2. to two. Safaya Mauai facing 1-0 count. Laces at opposite field. Is it going to get down the left field corner? It does! Beyond the outstretched goal with the left fielder Grace and Safaya Mauai with a leadoff double to keep things alive for BYU in the ninth inning. Safayat Mawai with his second double of the day. And the tying run comes to the plate in Jacob Wilk. Opposite field power from Safayat Mawai. As the left fielder, Jack Grace, gave chase. And he's already a little hobbled to begin with, as we talked about. And he's bent over at the waist right now. A little worse for wear after that hard run to the left field corner. Made a dive, couldn't come up with it. Jacob Wilk could tie the game with a swing of the bat. He's got that kind of power to spare. 8-6 Blue Jays. Man, the Cougars could really use a game like this. They've not won a game when trailing after 8 this season. 0-5 when trailing into the ninth. Foul tip by Wilk at the plate. The last inning ended the uh, bottom of the 8th on a Ben North pop-up to short left field that Ozzie Pratt handled, ending the run, ending the inning after one run scored. But the Blue Jays have scored in six consecutive innings. One in the third, one in the fourth, two in the fifth, one in the sixth, two in the seventh, one in the eighth. And again, no one, two, three innings all day for BYU on defense. A blooper. Will it get down? It will in short center. And runners are at the corners now with no one out. The Cougs have something going. Jacob Wilk singles to short center. It's a double and a single for Mawai and for Wilk. Safaya goes to third. Alex Sardina hitting in a high leverage situation. 
coming to bat number 14. Yeah, that was such an important run. BYU allowed in the eighth, obviously, the sack fly by Lozano. And again, that might have been a foot or two from Sapiti allowing it to drop for a strike. But as it was angling toward that line, he had to handle it, and it was deep enough to score the run from third. The all-important eighth run in an 8-6 ball game. But the Cougs have something percolating. We're top nine. Creighton eight, BYU six. Sardi facing Tommy Steyer and takes the Sidewinders offering inside, but a paint job for strike one. 0-1 to Alex Sardina. A pinch hitter for Easton Jones in the fifth. He stayed in the game at second. He walked in the seventh in his last plate appearance. That's a slow roller. Oh, they say it's fouled off the plate or off his foot. It rolled quite a ways into fair territory. It must have hit our, uh, Alex. He had to walk that one off. So it goes to 0-2. No one out. Runners on the corners. Safaya Mawai, leadoff double. Advancing to third on the single by Wilk. A bloop to short center. And now you've got runners at first, runners at third. The tying run at first, go-ahead run at the plate in Alex Sardina, but he faces an 0-2 count from Tommy Steyer, who kicks and deals, and it'll be low and outside. In fact, in the dirt to Hogan Heligso, the catcher, making a nice stop. 1-2 and two to Alex Sardina. Sardi still looking for hit number one on the year in limited plate appearances. Just his fifth official at bat. Actually fourth with the base on balls in the seventh. Fouls it back. Stays one and two. One ball, two strikes, no out, two on. BYU down two. BYU six runs on ten hits. Creighton eight runs on 13 hits. The Cougs committing three errors to Creighton's one. Wilk a lead at first. Mawai at third. And that's a slow roller into the hands of third base coach Brent Herring. Deftly handled by coach Herring at third. Brent Herring at third. Noah Hill at first. The coaches for BYU in their winter coats on this wintry day here in the Midwest. 1-2 from Steyer to Sardina. A swing and a miss for Sardi. Waves in an outside pitch. And out number one here in the ninth. Pinch hitter for BYU's Tate Gamble for Bryant Ball. So Gamble will hit in the nine hole. BYU down to two outs. And we may see a pitching change as the lefty Gamble would be facing the righty Steyer. See if they, yep, pitching change. So we'll take a break. 60-second break. Creighton makes a pitching change. BYU with one gone in the ninth, has runners on the corners, and down by two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Left-hander Paul Bergstrom in to face the left-handed pinch-hitting Tate Gamble for BYU. Tate hitting 200 on the year. Hitting 333 with runners on and hitting 100 with runners in scoring position. And he's got a runner in scoring position in Safea Mawai. Safea at third, Jacob Wilk at first. Moments ago, Alex Sardina striking out with no one out and runners on the corners. Now it's Tate Gamble with one out. 
And runners aboard first and third base. BYU down 8-6. to six. We're in the top of the ninth. Cooks down to their final two outs. And BYU has struggled in this situation today. Runners in scoring position. BYU 2 for 12. And runners on third, less than two out. BYU's 0 for 3 today. So those numbers not helping matters. And you look at those three errors, and BYU on the year is 1 and 6 when they commit multiple errors in a game. Hope not to go to 1 and 7. We need to find a way as we get late in play. And a hint of blue sky late in this afternoon. We hope we see that tomorrow with a suboptimal forecast for Lawrence on Saturday. Empty count for Gamble. Breaking ball settles in for strike one. Bertram was throwing some serious heat in warm-up moments ago, but he chooses to go with a breaking ball for strike one that Gamble takes. 0-1, one out, two on. BYU down two, top nine. Left-handed hitting Gamble. Left-handed throwing Paul Bergstrom. And he throws low and away to the left-handed Gamble. Tate's brother Cole. A really nice day today. Cole two for three with three runs and two RBI, including a two-run home run. A throw back to first, diving back. Is Dawson Hall, who's now pinch running for Jacob Wilk. They came out of the break with Hall substituting for Wilk at first. So pinch runner Dawson Hall is at first. Safaya Mawai remains at third. The count goes to two and one. Scoreboard shows one and one, and the umpire wants to make it known two and one's count. There it goes. Scoreboard late to add the ball, but two balls, one strike, one out, two on for BYU down eight to six. And that's a grooved in strike two to take Gamble. He drops the bat to his toes and just shakes his head. He thought he had ball three and said he's got strike two, and the count is even two balls and two strikes. Tate has three RBI on his six hits, has scored nine runs, and he waves at the off-speed pitch from Bergstrom for out number two. BYU had first and third, no one out, and now it's first and third, two out on back-to-back frontwards Ks out of the eight and nine holes in the order. Sardina and Gamble, Tate Gamble, with swinging strikeouts. It's up to Ozzie Pratt to keep the Cougars' hopes alive. Ozzie on a one-for-five day. Still hitting a robust 321 on the year. And now bats with corners and two gone here in the top of the ninth. It's up to Ozzy. The Cougars' last hope. That's low for ball one to Pratt. BYU's scoring dried up after a two-run fifth. Nothing in the sixth, seventh, or eighth. And after going up six to two... It's six consecutive runs scored by the Blue Jays. The 1-0. That's a paint job on the outside edge. Away from the left-handed hitting Pratt for strike one. One and one. Two gone. Two on. Creighton eight and BYU six. The scoreboard's not added the strike to the count. It's now up there one and one. Lefty v. Lefty. Bergstrom. Ball gets away from the catcher. Staying at third will be Mawai, but advancing to second is Dawson Hall. So now, a single could tie the game. That's a huge pass ball 
or wild pitch depending on the scoring there, but I think it felt more like past. Ozzie Pratt now a two-ball, one-strike count. Hall at second. Mawai at third. BYU's down two. And the tying run is at second. Two balls, one strike, two out, two on. Bergstrom working first base out of the rubber. Comes inside on Ozzie. Three balls and a strike. Should Pratt draw a walk, Luke Anderson is due up. Of course, Ozzie looking for a hit that could tie the game. The 3-1 swing and a foul tip. The count is full. Two out. Runners on second and third. It comes down to this pitch. Creighton 8, BYU 6, top 9 here in Lawrence. Paul Bergstrom, southpaw on the hill. Ozzie Pratt, lefty in the box. Here we go. 3-2, kick, fire. And a punch out to end the game. Caught looking. Ozzie Pratt struck out by Bergstrom. And Creighton comes back from down 4-0. From down 6-2 to win 8-6. For BYU in the ninth. No runs on two hits, no errors, two were left on. Postgame recap starts next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.